Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Surly Horns podcast. We're excited to come at you today with new microphones, new intro music, secured web servers, all the good things. How's it going, Black Lab? It's going great. I'm Mac. How are you doing? Oh, it's been a really good week so far. Biggest biggest news of all, uh, my bankruptcy was uh, declared final today, so I owe Kevin no more money. Oh, so uh, fuck Kevin Morgan. Fuck him, <laughs> yes. Uh, and hopefully he just vanishes from all of our lives. Yeah, uh, talk about a big relief. I've been completely sick to my stomach the last couple of weeks waiting for that to finish. I was waiting for Kevin to file some sort of injunction or something against it, but somehow he didn't finally figured out that he probably shouldn't spend any more money on lawyers. And uh, so I'm clear now. Well, it's not every day that I congratulate somebody on their bankruptcy, but congratulations. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like divorce, you know, uh, somebody gets divorced. You're like, do I high five them or do I say I'm sorry? You know, yeah, uh, it's the first day of the rest of your life. It is. Now I am, I am broke, but uh, I don't owe anybody money. So that's a good feel. Awesome. So what do we have on slate for today? So we're going to talk about some UT football, uh, the game last Saturday, plus the uh, atmosphere of the game. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Scott Wilson and, um, and then that amazing A&M uh, moral victory on Saturday. Oh, you know, when you come within two, I think, what was it? Two points of the number two, two team yeah, in the nation. 20, you got to. I mean, you got to put it on the on the stadium. That's a uh, you know, we just we just ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys going to put something on the wall of the stadium next to your uh, Big Twelve championship that you lost the championship game fifty six to seven to Nebraska? Uh, it depend. It depends. Uh, if if Clemson wins the national championship, I, I definitely think we can go uh, the the UCF route and and claim a, a national championship as well. Yeah, I think so. I don't know that the NCAA is going to be as favorable to uh, our claim to that national yeah. championship, but I mean, if you if you guys play your cards right, you could lose to like three of the four teams in the uh, college football championship. You know, because uh, you know, uh, Bama's getting there, Clemson's going to get there unless they completely trip up, and then you guys play Georgia this year, or you play. Uh, um, well, you know, Auburn or LSU might get into, but we still have yet to beat. LSU. I know that's the funny one. Not to not to talk too much yeah. about. Screw the Aggies. The let's, other let's talk about UT football. Yeah. Let's talk about Texas. So yeah. uh, I went to the game Saturday night. You know, it was such a so many mixed thoughts about the game. You know, ups and downs and. Uh, Sam just looked like crap for half the game. Our offense just looks like looks like somebody f- fighting with one arm tied behind their back. It just doesn't seem there's any congruity or you know, just doesn't seem like they were shit. The whole team in general just looks flat to me uh, most of the time, and and I don't who knows maybe they're trying to play too perfect. Uh, like that, it's, but the team just does look flat. And, they they don't look like they're just. Um, coming out to punch people. And I mouth. really would, would love to know if, um, who was calling plays on which drives, 
you know, was because it definitely looked like Herman was calling plays at at certain points of the game where he was, you know, talking into the headset and have his play card out. And then other points in the game, you know, didn't seem like he was. So I wondered if like the third quarter was Bex and that's why we sucked so bad. Or did we take the foot off the gas and decide, hey, we're just going to run like three plays in the second half and not mix it up to save save stuff for USC or, or what? Because it seemed like we turned it back on when they got to 21. But well, and you were you were there at the game, so you didn't get to see Herman's little pregame interview on the sidelines. I did not. And, no, um, it was really interesting. You know, the, they ask him, "Hey, you know, what's the plan for the game?" Blah 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 blah. Whatever they ask him, and his answer wasn't, uh, "You know, we're going to come out and just like absolutely destroy and embarrass this D two team." Uh-huh. It was more like. Oh, you know, we're going to try our best and, you know, hopefully come out with a W this week. And it's like, this is Tulsa, man. You need to come out and make a statement on this game. You need to come out and score 70 plus and run up the score because you haven't shown at all that you have that type of mentality. Absolutely. Yeah, they should have. um, They really should have done something a little different, but um Enough about the uh, football. Um, I think the the big thing for me, because you know I'm a connoisseur of college football, I went to a ton of UT games home and away for a long time, and the atmosphere at the stadium is just so much better uh, than it used to be. I think uh, um, Polanski got no Rocket Man, no Rocket Man, no Weather Man. Uh, we sat down on our seats at six thirty, and I don't remember one single commercial until the end of the first quarter. And even that one was just the um, Colt McCoy buying cookies from uh, the damn cookie place, and um, which isn't bad. And then the only other commercial I remember was the uh, Pluckers um, five free wings commercial. You know, get free wings if we win. And then, so what was the vibe like in the stadium before the game? Like after everybody got to their seats, because it was rainy. You know, it was a shitty day in Austin. I, I thought for sure there wasn't going to be a good turnout, but then on TV it looked pretty packed. It was pretty packed. Um, the the fascinating thing to me was seeing the student section completely packed before the game, which I have not seen in years. I said the last time I saw the student section packed before the game was maybe Notre Dame or maybe Ohio State in two thousand six. I mean, they just don't fill it up before the game. Yeah, Today, intercourse with Gray seems to think that there was uh, anarchy. <laughs> Now, I would not be surprised at all, uh, based on my memories of being a student and uh, going to UT games and having a flask of Jack Daniels in my boot and um, getting drunk and getting wasted before the game, that I would not be surprised at all. There's a lot of pushing and shoving and, you know, general assholishness in the the student section. Obviously, they were lit, you know, up as far as, I mean, drunk. So you could, you could actually hear the, the eat and make them eat shit. You chance, could. Huh? And, um, yeah, that was great for my eight year old. And, um, but, uh, I don't mind cause I, I do sing it sometimes too, but the, uh, yeah, it was, the students were rocking the, um, you could actually hear the band during breaks for a change. And, you know, there was, there was, t- there's quiet time where you could actually sit and talk, you know, the person next to you, which is probably the, the biggest thing that I, or the number one thing I hated about the games before was there's literally no time that either the game wasn't going on or there wasn't a commercial blaring on the big screen. 
and now there's actually time to talk, you know, so the 5,000 questions my eight-year-old asked, I could, I could answer at the game. So much better experience than it was before. That's awesome. Yeah. The uh, other thing I thought was really cool that uh, they, they never done before, and it's going to be the background here on Surly shortly is uh, Bevo was actually in the tunnel and they, they smoked up the tunnel and then Bevo came running out of the smoke and he was pissed to say the least and uh, was swinging his head back and forth, ready to kill somebody. And uh, there's actually a really great picture um, that Texas released on it. And I'm going to make that the background of Surly here shortly. That Bob, Bob put up the background as that and broke the site. Yeah, that's what broke the site the other night. So that was me uh, trying to put the background in. And then little did I know that uh, there's all kinds of things going on in the background that I shouldn't have done that. So we are we are better for it now that the site is uh, a bit more fault tolerant on that that regard. We yeah. did figure out what was going on with the software. And now now we've got that all fixed up. Yeah, so I don't think we should, should be talk about that or get into the nerd nerddom of that. But yeah, it's a, much better than it was before. And should be a lot more stable and uh, uh, good going forward. So, um, and then added HTTPS, so it's secure now. Um, or you don't, you don't, you're. Uh, you don't have to worry about people snooping on you looking at porn. That's right. On Surly. Yeah. So now you can uh, surf with confidence that uh, no one else is watching what you're surfing. Surly. I did steal everybody's credit cards before <laughs> we went. To- Yes. Yeah. Well, that's so, good. That was, that was always my was ploy. The two, the two holdouts, the two holdouts for donations. You're the smart ones. Yeah. Um, that, that's a joke. That's a joke, by the way. It was all processed by PayPal. Yeah, and we do want to thank all the, the donors. We have, uh, we've remained ad free and we will for a little while more. So we'll yeah, always- we, it's looking like, uh, all the way through March. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you assholes are using so much bandwidth, though. That <laughs> <laughs> it went from what ten megs to fifty megs a second. Yep, yep. So, but that's a good thing. Yeah. It means people are are using the site. Yep, that's awesome. Yep. So, uh, so the other thing they did at the game, which I thought was fascinating, was they showed uh, Scott, this guy named Scott Wilson, and I've known Scott for years. He posted on Horn Fans years and years ago, and he'd always show up at the Horn Fans tailgates. And I used to go to every UT game home and away. So from around 99 to 2007, I went to every single UT game home and away. And Scott was always there, you know, with the other, there's another handful of people. What's funny is there's another guy and I don't know his name, but um, he's been to every UT football game since 1969, except he missed one in like 1979, I think, or 78. So his streak is shorter than Scott's. But he's done all but missed missed one game since '69. So, f- forty-seven years he's missed one game. That's incredible loyalty. Yeah, uh, that really. Yeah. Is. So they they showed Scott on the jumbotron and and congratulated him on his 500th game, uh, UT. Which you know, I got my hats off to Scott. I mean, it, the other thing is he's such a funny guy, such a great guy. Um, I think my favorite memory of Scott was uh, at the Michigan. Uh, Rose Bowl. He rode out there with John Kelso, the uh, columnist from the American Statesman, and so they showed up at the tailgate drunk as fuck. And and then uh, Kelso and me and Scott just stood there and talked for a while. Kelso's got a big pad of paper and is writing down things that I'm saying 
And then uh, after the game, we go back to the tailgate and that Scott's there and Kelso's there and they, we talk some more and Kelso's scribbling down stuff. And then Kelso writes uh, articles the next week about their trip. They drove out and drove back in Scott's like 1978 Chevy pickup. And uh, so it was quite the adventure. And then I got quoted in the paper like three or four times from in Kelso's article. So it was pretty funny. Very cool. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny. So, so yeah, that that's really, I mean, I, I can't say how much, you know, 500 games, let alone watching that in a, a, you know, single year on TV would be extremely hard to do, let alone doing it over the years and years that it takes to accumulate that many games. Yeah, not, the football is pretty amazing, but the baseball is even more amazing because, you know, we have three-game series with people like Stanford and, UC Santa Barbara and you know Kansas State and Iowa State. I mean, imagine driving to Iowa for a three-game baseball series and back. It's bad enough going uh, to. I guess we, Iowa State doesn't have a baseball team, but going to yeah. Iowa, <laughs> <laughs> which I did several times for uh, UT Ohio Iowa State uh, football games. But yeah, I mean, I can't imagine going to Kansas or Oklahoma to go watch baseball. UT, I love my UT baseball, but God damn, that's a beating, you know, to, uh, to go up there and just for that. But that's, that's a more amazing streak to me because there's games in the middle of the week and there's games all over the place and, you know, it's, uh, something else. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about the rest of the college football landscape and, uh, you know, a little bit about what's on slate for this week as far as games coming up. There's a few top 25 matchups this week that it should be exciting to watch. Yep. So what what games do we have and what are we betting on so, this week? I think uh, the ground rules we kind of set up a couple weeks ago is we each get a thousand bucks to bet and then you got to bet all thousands. You got to spread it amongst the four games. You can put as much as you want on any of the four games, but you got a thousand, you got to bet a thousand total. And uh, I think we should you, – you chickened out last time and, and bet zero on the Texas game. And I want to say a minimum bet of $100 on each game. So we got to pick, pick at least all four games. And uh, to say the least, I had the worst um, week ever. Uh, I lost all four games last week or last, last show. So um, I think you got one right out of the four, the Michigan – I only got the Notre Dame over Michigan. Yeah, and I think you bet 100 on that. Um, so you're up 100 to zero on me for, for yearly nice. winnings. But uh, games on slate this week, uh, Ohio State, TCU, USC, Texas, LSU, Auburn, and Boise State, Okie State are the four big ones that I, I saw. And man, oh, man. All this conference play so early. Yeah, well, the it has to be well, the, the SEC. It has yeah, to be the SEC the does it on purpose so that they have they kind of get the spotlight here, and then they also get to play one of those tomato cans at the end of the year while everybody else is playing and losing conference games. They're beating up on the sisters of the poor in the in November. Yeah. So, Stephen F. Yeah, Austin. hats off to the SEC for gaming the system to the maximum extent possible. So that we do have that LSU Auburn. Another one is uh, the Ole Miss or Miss playing uh, Alabama this week as well. But that has Ole Miss playing Alabama, but we're not going to bet on that game. I don't. That's going to be complete yeah. Blowout. I don't see them keeping it close. So Ohio State TCU. What are you thinking this week? 
Oh, I've got it. You know, I'm a I'm a big homer, and for those of you that don't know, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. So, I gotta go with my Horn Frogs. You know, I I kind of thought. Well, I mean, obviously, the first week I thought Ohio State was going to be discombobulated and and not uh, not do so well, and of course, I was completely wrong. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump on the Ohio State you know, bandwagon. I'll. I'll Oh, I'll, I'll take disgusting. the Ohio State minus thirteen and a half, and I'll I'll uh I'll throw out two hundred fifty bucks on it. I'm gonna match you on the two fifty. We'll go. Okay, to, so so one of us will get that. It's thirteen and a half point line. All right, uh, LSU Auburn coming in. Auburn minus nine and a half. I don't know. I don't know that Auburn's got nine and a half point advantage on LSU. You know, I'm I'm, I'm really wondering what what LSU has. I mean, they they. They beat Washington, which was a good win, but and their quarterback looks good. A uh, guy that was the Ohio State backup for a couple of years looks like they actually have competent quarterback play. Um, you know, but everybody kind of written them off this year. Everybody's was thinking, you know, Coach O is going to, you know, stumble them to a four and nine record or something. But there's just so much talent on both sides of the ball at LSU. I mean, the uh, Louisiana is constantly the top per capita NFL producer. Uh, out of all the states, so I mean, there's just tons of talent. And, you know, I I think nine and a half is a lot, but uh, I think LSU's going to get stomped. I think Auburn's going to roll. So I'll take Auburn. <laughs> coming in with the stomp, huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got to you know go with the 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 Tigers, even though they d- don't have the crazy crazy coach anymore and less miles. I I I don't think that Auburn's got it in them to to cover. On that nine and a half, I think that LSU and, and Auburn, that's always a traditionally closely played game. And if anything else, they're just going to pull shit out of their ass to, to keep yeah, it Yeah, there's been a lot of like six to three games. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they have enough talent to do well in special teams. Yeah, they don't have the magician or the uh, mad hatter to pull something out of his ass like he did a couple times. But yeah, it should be a good game. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's usually a good game. There's been a few six to three games over the years, but uh, typically this, so this a, is going to be so. my tree fitty game of the week. <laughs> okay. I'll, so I've got three fifty on LSU. Okay. And I'll, I'll put two fifty on Auburn. Pussy. Just go ahead and stay, stay there. Stay the course. <laughs> All right. So Boise state, Okie state. So Boise state still has a special place in my heart for that, uh, Boise State, Oklahoma game, and but it's uh, at Oklahoma State. It's not. Yeah, so, it's not on the blue turf. Yeah. So, good story about that Boise State Oklahoma game. So, it was my wife and I had just started dating at that point, and um, she's like, "Hey, let's watch a movie." And I was like, "Well, there's college football on," and I was like, "We'll we'll watch a movie at like seven o'clock tonight." She's like, "Okay." So, um, so watch football, and then that game starts. And it's Boise State just goes off to a huge lead. And she's like, can we watch a movie? And I'm like, no, we can't watch this movie. Oklahoma's losing to Boise State. And uh, she storms out of the house, slams the door. I don't talk to her for like three days. I thought we were done. Um, but she came back and for some, somehow forgave me. And, uh, and we ended up getting married about four months later. But uh, but Boise State has always always been one of my favorites. So you me that pussy's undefeated. Yes, pussy is undefeated, and uh, and then of course Harrison was uh, 
was a great coach for UT for a couple of years, the offensive coordinator. I don't blame him leaving at all for Mac, you know, fucking with his shit all the time. So I like Harrison. Uh, I like Boise State. I think Okie State probably has too much talent, though, uh, for him. So I'll go ahead and take Okie State. Um, I'll put 250 on Okie State. Minus nah, I got to ride the mullet. Got to <laughs> ride the mullet. <laughs> I'm going to go minimum on it, though. Okay. But you got to be on the mullet side, too. Okay. So that's because he's a he's he's over forty now. Yeah, he's a, he's a man. He's a man, you know. So, okay, you're going a hundred on uh, Okie State. Yep. Okay. All right. So last game, uh, Texas USC. So teams uh, that combined for the greatest game in college football history in 2005 met in a kind of a clunker last year. Texas. The offense didn't show up until late, and then when the offense finally showed up, the defense decided to say "fuck it." And then uh, Southern Cal playing a true freshman. At true fre- well, is he hurt still? I already hurt his hand, and they're going to have to start somebody else. Oh, maybe. Um, so yeah, I don't know who's going to start this week. Texas banged up a little bit. A uh, few people out for this week. Shaq and Ingram's uh, out. Ingram was doubtful, and yeah, a couple other people, and which doesn't. Isn't good. I was really hoping to see Ingram a lot uh, Saturday, and it just didn't yeah, didn't happen. Been running all over Southern Cal, their yeah. defense is just a bunch yep. of Swiss cheese. Yep. So you know, Stanford took them to the woodshed. It wasn't that big of a score, but you know, held them to three points and ran all over them. Uh, and UNLV actually. You know, the game got away from him late, but actually was in the game for quite a bit. So I think it's definitely a down year for USC, starting a freshman quarterback and, um, you know, all the other stuff. I think, I mean, I'm hoping this is the uh, Lucy and Charlie Brown kicking the football, but um, I'm thinking that Herman saved some stuff from last week and obviously saved shit from Maryland because he didn't fucking run anything. So, I think we were saving some stuff for this USC game. I'm sure it's been circled on the calendar by Tom Herman and uh, the other people on the coaching staff. And I think um, typically, you know, they've they've played well in the games, the big games. So I'm going to go ahead and take Texas uh, minus three and a half and the rest of my, my 250 on that. So. Yeah. I have to think that Herman has just been overlooking these first two games, especially Tulsa. That's my feeling, yeah. Uh, to, to be planning for USC. And I don't know that if he just thought that the team was physical enough with Maryland, that they would just kind of pull off a W by sheer physical talent. Mm-hmm. And then Tulsa, I mean, you, you could turn your brain off and still win, as we saw, because <laughs> they the play calling was complete garbage and nobody had their fucking game face on. Nope. And I think if he gets everybody properly amped up, I think this this is like his statement game. So I've gotta, I've gotta believe that that's the trick that he's got up his sleeve. Yeah, and I, I do think that if he loses this game in in blowout fashion at home, uh, it doesn't matter what he says in press conferences uh, about loving the fans and and wanting them to stay passionate. He's fucked. Yeah, like that. I think he's just gonna get run out of town. Absolutely. Yeah. So, just looking at the the board and poking around the longhorn internets, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, we're, we're already the year three Charlie phase of the, uh, coach coaching, uh, spectrum. So 
yeah it's good. when kurt when kurt has the the, the pressure to uh, you know when he's the one asking you the question about you being arrogant yeah you know that it's like you wow that's all I have to say is, is wow that the question even got asked, but like, wow, who asked it? Yeah. Yeah. It should be. Uh, but yeah, 300, 300 for me, right? That's what I got left. 300 on Texas. I think so. Yeah. I'll, I'll total them up here in a little bit and I'll post it in the, the thread, uh, all the bets. So, all right. Anything else you want to talk about this week? Uh, no, I think, um, you know, Texas A and M. I think we're pretty safe uh, again. Beating up on the little sisters of the poor, and he hasn't Louisiana Monroe. Do you guys just so, schedule all the Louisiana teams so you can feel like you kind of beat LSU? Is that I, what's you know? On? I think we schedule any anybody that's just uh, not inside the state of Texas because uh, who knows? Uh, maybe we don't want to share any any money with any of the other schools in Texas anymore. <laughs> not super happy about it. That, that any game that I want to go to that's uh, not a home yeah. game is at least 650 miles well, away. It's kind of Yeah, shitty. well, luckily for you, the home games are uh, – there's plenty of empty seats. Even when the number two team in the country comes in, there's still large swaths yeah, of the upper the deck game. that are completely barren. So, lucky for you, you can, you can go still get a ticket. Sure. <laughs> are they going for $5 this week too? Stop. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't think so okay all right man well we'll uh we'll talk to you again soon and everybody uh make some comments and give us feedback we really appreciate it yeah yeah and thanks everybody for for all the donations uh we we really do appreciate it we couldn't make this podcast possible without it